0: All right, we hot, we hot, we here, it's getting cold, and I don't know why that popped in my head, but it's getting cold, it's you. getting chilly, it's getting chilly, we are October, October 3st, and we just gonna get into it, but first we're gonna do some housekeeping, we appreciate y'all rocking with the Roundhouse Roundtable, and make sure you guys go check out Amani T on Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, all that territory out now real one infinity merch is always available go check it out we we here to do ufc vegas 61 durham versus yon but it's the roundhouse roundtable let's get it hot yeah something like lightning this shit a hit on my psyche psychic she want me lick i'm excited see i feel that that's my business and that's why i'm business minded need to push get behind it it's a science apply it worst come to worst I tried it get it bad get inspired your shot. The effort. I this point. Oh my my i we're gonna do it how we always do it. You know, it's me or Monty T. We got B in the building, and we're gonna get into the no-cap recap. UFC Vegas 61. first, Guido Canetti versus Randy Costa. This was a good fight because it showed that like age ain't nothing but a number. If you can
1: get it done <laughs> fast,
0: it ain't nothing but a number. If you can get not and not even just that, sometimes it'd be like that you know, you got the 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 train where he, you know, he's just, you know, he's up in a he he's the durable kind. Mm-hmm. So he just stays in there with you and wears you down. Yeah. But Randy Costa seemed like he's just been going through, you know, some trials right now because it seems like he's kind of leveling out to his competition level. Uh mm-hmm. or trying to lean into his striking and not really commit to his grappling. That's what it kind of seems like from Randy Costa. But Guido Canetti came out there and did exactly what he was supposed to do. Rear naked choke, too.
1: With no hooks.
0: No hooks. That, <laughs> that was a wrestling-ass yeah. rear naked choke. <laughs>
1: yeah. He sunk it in there. He got it done. I was like, super excited to see that. One, it was a quick fight. I'm always excited about that. But the dog took this. And I can always appreciate, because I'm an underdog better, uh, when an underdog can come through. And the dogs took the prelims, except for one. But mm. the dogs took the prelims, and I thought that was awesome. And he got a performance of the night, and I solely think it was because he was a dog.
0: He went after it. Randy Costa. Wanted to stand back and try to get points, but it was not going like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're gonna stand back and get points next. Chelsea Chandler versus Julia Sto- stole your ankle. <laughs> used to be used to be stole your elbow, but uh Chandler. She stole this show. Chelsea Chandler got the W via TKO. It seemed like she was just overwhelming. And it was her debut. It was one of those things where she wasn't going to be denied. Mm. And she wasn't about to risk it on the ground.
1: Ooh, I like that. I've been watching a lot of fights recently. And I noticed that. Some fighters give other fighters a lot of time to recuperate and just, you know, give time to think about what they're going to do instead of overwhelming them. You have a high percentage rate if you're overwhelming that you're going to win. You know, you just got to be mindful of the counter. There's a lot of fighters who lost their fight because they wasn't swarming when they need to. They wasn't aggressive when they need to. And they just sat back and wait and gave them an opportunity to you know, go on the defense and be the counter rather than, you know, initiate, you know, just some food for thought.
0: That sounds like where like being patient and your gas and maintaining your gas tank, like contradict each other or where they butt heads, because that is your lifeline, your gas tank. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to risk that. So it's just like, overall, you, we could just go ahead, put all that in the category of not want to take risks. You're not willing to bet on yourself that you got five punches in you and you could land three of them mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just that belief system but chelsea chandler had that belief system and kept going yes, that's the that's the good part about it and it's just like now that was a big w low key we can't really just just underestimate this this w right here julie store ain't somebody to just sleep on so i want to see who chelsea is gonna fight next wasn't this a catch weight
1: this was a catch weight. Yeah, yep. this was
0: this was a catch weight too. So you know there was a size difference.
1: Yes, so it was.
0: You have to acknowledge that, and and as you can see, it plays a factor.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah, but I noticed a huge difference when they were standing next to each other, when they were engaging with each other. I'm like, there's a huge size difference going on here. But don't let them get on top of you. Yep. <laughs> uh, you just gotta initiate, get up out of there. But you gotta be willing to take chances. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Speaking of take chances, Brendan Allen versus Jocko. And Brendan Allen came through with the W, rear naked choke. His jiu came into play. And I think that he was supposed to get this W. This was this was kind of, this was supposed to be a good little layup for him. Like, other people may have saw it as a, a hard matchup, especially with the ground game. Like, Jocko has very okay wrestling, but his jujitsu is questionable.
1: We're not going to sleep on Brendan mm. Allen's fresh breads when he came out with the the fresh (laughs) braids. Yep. Them things was super fresh. I was like, dang, he didn't even stay (laughs) in the fight long enough for him to get sweaty and (laughs) unravel. They still look good. You know, shout out to you, Brandon Allen, and whoever your braider was, because they hooked you up. (laughs) And you looked great in your interview, even though you put that big old thing on your head. But them things was fresh. Them things was clean.
0: You funny as hell. They were The fresh fresh (laughs) braids. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they was fresh
0: that made me weak shout out Brendan Allen on the W we want to see what you do next in, in the middleweight but like because we know the jiu is good the hands were looking they were looking good so that's why I was just thinking like this was you supposed to you supposed to get this first round next Joaquin Silva versus Jesse Ronson and Silva came through with the W TKO over your flying knee good law, that flying knee I could still hear it I can still hear the echo. It sounded very hollow, it sounded bad. It was it was weird. It
1: did, but yeah. Silva got stumped. He got dropped a couple times. But you know, judges show he might have a championship chin. But one thing I did know about Ronson when he walked out and he was standing and waiting for his opponent to come out, he looked nervous. So in my mind, I already said, I'm like, this man don't look confident. I hope he goes out and give it everything. But you can tell he was extremely nervous about the bout.
0: But shout out to Silva, he pressed that one out. He really pressed that one out.
1: Yes, he did,
0: and uh, got the W. Next, Tabitha Ricci and Jessica Penne. That fight got canceled. Okay. Got
1: rescheduled.
0: That should be crazy. It, it's so many factors going into that. I'd be, I'd be thinking about it like, damn, like it, it be times where like I have a competition. I'm like, damn, I got a shit. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, surprisingly, nobody <laughs> threw up in the ring, and I'm just like, how is that not happening with all yeah. of the anxiety going on? Yeah. Nobody threw up in the ring, like that's crazy to me. That's just mind blowing.
0: No, oh, but we gonna get there when we talk about Mike Davis dry heaving in this corner.
1: Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> but he didn't throw I up. I feel though. that. I I feel that shit. Like ain't no way. But he was he was. We gonna talk about oh. it. Latifi versus Olenek. This one was the battle. Olenek. He came through with his his wide, obnoxious stance. You know, you don't know what's coming. It's weird because he holds his arm out. It's almost like he wants you to just grab his arm.
1: Yeah, that's what they were saying. <laughs> it was, as soon as you touch his arm, he'll grab you, and that's how he get a yeah. hold of you. Yeah. But to me, this was like one of those older uncle fights. It was very slow-paced. Granted, things were happening, but it's just you don't want this old Nick guy to get on top of you. And then when yeah. he was on the bottom, he was just kind of chilling. He was still mobile. And, you know, the uh, Latifi, he played it safe. But, you know, he did what he needed to do to get this done. Yeah. And he didn't allow this man to get on top of him because it would have been over if, yeah. if old Nick would have got on top of him. So I'd, appre- I'd appreciate this fight for their age and their weight. They, like yeah. This was a yeah, good they- matchup.
0: Yeah, for three rounds and them constantly to keep going, like it, like they were slowing down, but it's just like they stayed slow the whole time. Yeah. They were swinging still and all that. So I could imagine a cardio that was, especially with the wrestling involved, it, I can imagine a the cardio they had to go through, especially with the TV talking about him having a fever and staph infection on his leg. Leg look, Yeah, oh.
1: that the, that was wild.
0: So, you know, and he still wanted to get that fight done. And he got the W. So, you know, he really pressed it out. And it was it was a good fight. Next, John Castaneda versus Daniel Santos Oliveira. <laughs> Daniel Santos Oliveira. I think if you had bad vision, yeah, if you had real bad vision and the TV was blurry, you would have thought uh, Charles Oliveira was fighting. <laughs> like if you if you could only see almost like figures a little bit, you could see the shorts and everything. You would have thought Charles Oliveira was fighting on the motherfucking undercard.
1: <laughs> in, a, in a miniature version he's a lot smaller but well, there there was a lot of uh, similarities so, so many similarities stance, you know just being fluid in his movement it was great i loved watching this this uh fight it was, And it that was great. chin
0: that chin came through the play too Ooh. shout out to the refs too for letting you live you know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to the refs because they could have stopped that motherfuckers, but yeah,
1: they could have.
0: But he he saw those yellow shorts, and he probably thought that was Oliveira, and just assumed like he was going to get up or just fall on his back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he did. One time, he just went back and just tried to get him to come to his guard. But
1: yeah, he does chain with Charles Oliveira, and he looked at like a little mini version of Charles Oliveira, and it's just, that just oh gives goodness. you a glimpse yes. of what's about to come in his fight. But I was. I was super happy that he was able to stay in and just continue to bounce back and recover quickly.
0: He came through with the the round two, TKO. Yeah, he just wore him down. He took all the shots that he could take, and then when they went back to his corner, Castaneda seemed like he was like, "What the fuck? (laughs) This motherfucker's not out. Why is he still walking at me?" And that's just what they do. They like in that camp, especially like that constant pressure and that hardcore jujitsu so it's just like no worries for a takedown
1: yeah no
0: no worries for a double leg just constantly uh, attacking and he came through with the w he took some bad shots
1: so bad
0: you know and he ate them went to the ground a few times and then still stayed in the fight like i said refs they let him live (laughs) the refs let him live shout out to dan santos next mike davis versus Boryshev. Mike Davis came through the Unannies. It got close in the third round. So close. It got very close. And it, it changed when Borshev took advantage on the ground. In that round, he was still able to land some punches where he was starting to pick up momentum. Mm-hmm. But Mike Davis came through, got got the takedowns that he wanted. Yeah, nine takedowns. Damn, nine take takedown shit. I ain't know. <laughs> fuck. This was a good fight for Mike Davis. He was really getting the job done against the wrestler. Showing his wrestling and the striking package. Like, he, he made it work.
1: I was nervous for Mike Davis because of his cardio. He was slowing down a lot. He just made me really nervous.
0: Yeah, and, and Mike oh, Davis no. was one dry heaving in the corner. We were talking about that, yeah. that cardio situation. Just when it comes to that's your that's your lifeline. Yep. And I, I guess the layoff sometimes. When you talk about Dry man, I would think that after a long layoff like that, I'm sure there's been uh, so much training in between that. So now it's just like you actually in it, so the anxiety is there. Where I can see Dry happening, you know, he still pushed it through. Like you wouldn't yeah. think that he was doing any of that uh, on the on the stool. Yeah, because he didn't
1: he didn't do that uh when the matches was happening live, yep. he just only did it on a stool. So I think mm-hmm. that in that sense, I I'd be okay with it. Dry heave all you want, but once mm-hmm. you get back out here, it's go time. And yep. he, he took that mentality in there with it. So
0: facts. Facts. Next, Sadiq Youssef versus Don Shaynus. Shout out to Sadiq Youssef and the whole DMV. The whole fucking creek, 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 creek. All right, all right. <laughs> My man, They don't know, know what I'm talking about, but you know what I'm talking about. Yep. But hey, shout out to Super Sadiq Youssef, on getting it done. Mm. And he was—he he, he said, you know, I'm ranked. Did y'all forget? And y'all just gonna y'all just gonna put me in here? Okay, bet say less. And he really got it done.
1: He also talked about um his fight skin rescheduled mm-hmm. uh, a couple times, so he had to. He had to make a statement and not let those training camps go to waste. And I don't think he did that. He came out there and got it done in 30 seconds. 30 18, seconds. Your team choked and he wrapped his body around there so fast. I was <laughs> like, it's over. So I I'm happy he was able to get it done that fast. It sucks that you know he hasn't been having consistent fights in there, been getting rescheduled, mm-hmm. but he did not let that go in vain. And I think he should have got a bonus off of this. I don't think he did because he was a favorite. But I don't know. There was there was one or two favorites in the prelims that got it too. But I think this deserve a bonus. The way he just did that, so
0: exactly. it was so elite. It's it's kind of it's kind of backhanded for real. Yeah, like you know, it's it's really backhanded. You know, you get somebody in a position where they got to take a fight now because you offered them already these certain fights, and it's like, come on, come on, and come on. Okay, I'll take this one. <laughs> like, cause I, I think there's a certain amount of fights that Dana has to offer them a year you know, and if they don't take those fights, then, you know, they could just not fight.
1: Yeah. So
0: I think that that's kind of messed up, especially like for Sadiq, you know, and I'm sure it's a reason because motherfuckers don't want to fight him. And, you know, and <laughs> Korean Zombie, you know, he wants that fight, but we want to see, we want to see uh, if they can make that happen for sure. Like, that's on the borderline pay-per-view. That's borderline pay-per-view, you know. Or the co-main event. Or oh, co- co-main event pay-per-view. Or, or
1: even the Apex main event
0: it's definitely an apex main event situation but it's just like when you know and he just finished his fight so fast i think he should double up they should you know put somebody in a position just like they put him in a position and make him fight you know
1: that's that's
0: fair he finished that 30 seconds he said feed me he didn't even sweat (laughs) feed me like (laughs) damn next we got Barcelos versus Trevin Jones. Speaking of somebody worried about getting hurt, Trevin Jones was like, he was in danger and still in danger. I, yeah. I feel like when you are in those situations, the worst thing you can do is, is be worried, you know, to the point where you're showing that with your body language. You know, he's throwing punches, trying to land. Barcelos is just watching everything and just, you know, about to finish him. But Trevin Jones kept his distance where he couldn't get close to him. Uh, and Barcelos had to get the, you know, decision.
1: This was a very unfortunate fight. I didn't like it. Um, Trevor Jones talked about how uh, they don't really talk about counters, but it seems like that's the way he trains. It's just mm-hmm. based off counters. He's not he's not really the one on offense, which it showed in his game. Um, he was very standoffish and worried about being mm-hmm. knocked out, yeah. but he threw all of 15 total strikes that is that's disturbing and I was saying Trevor Jones you may not have a job after this fight because you you look like you didn't belong and if you are that nervous either switch gyms or up your training I'm not really sure get a mental coach to help you with your confidence not sure but you got to do something
0: yeah I'm. I think you know counter striking it do, it does make sense. it does make sense like how it's not as you know recognized but you know it, it still is those points still count you know if you touch they count you know but at the same time it's just like if that that is not a fighting style is be be uh submissive and wait for people to to attack you that's not a fighting style mm-hmm. so like as much as you want it to be a fighting style that's not fight fight is not on your heels on your heels and accept whatever's coming in no form, way, shape, or form that's that's fighting. So that's not that's not gonna be any type of value points into into the game for you. So it's just like, you have to get with it. You have hands, you have strength. So now it's just about putting those things together while you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that fight would, as if I was a coach, I would not be able to sleep that night unless I have multiple other fighters in the UFC. That would make me think that like, I don't think my fighter wants to fight. I think my fighter wants to chat, but I don't think my fighter wants to fight. I think my fighter has hands when people throwing hands at him in the gym because you're the UFC guy. So everybody's going to be on your ass. And then when you get in an actual fight where somebody's being an actual dance partner, now you're not used to that because they touching you more than you like to be touched. And they're bypassing those one, two counter strikes, the one counter strike that come. Barcelos was following up with everything. Yep. So when he'll he'll come through with a body a body kick and extend himself too far and then come right back with like a roundhouse. Yep. Like so it's just like he's he's trying to land, he's trying to go no matter what. So shout out he, to Barcelos on getting this W, man. Like he Yeah, he was,
1: he was active and throwing combos. He was doing everything he needed to do to win this fight. So
0: if, if somebody's going to be food, then eat. And that's what Barcelos did. Trevor Jones chose to be food and Barcelos ate. Yep. You know. Next. Randy, the rude boy, Brown, poor, poor, No. Versus versus Francisco Trinaldo. Randy Brown came through with another W, representing for being the, the, probably the small, the skinniest welterweight and the tallest welterweight and still getting shit done. Trinaldo is a beast he was landing, he was touching, you know, Trinaldo went through those levels of like, all right, we, we be impatient. And then when Randy started touching him more, he turned up more and Randy was still able to handle that, maintain that.
1: One thing I will say about Randy Brown in the first round, he got a knockdown from Francisco, Francisco Trinaldo, like complete knockdown. He went down. Back to and, the cage. yep. Randy Brown did not capitalize on that. So I do wonder what would have happened. Like, I'm sure you could have got a TKO in the first round, but also what if a second round where he completely grabbed the cage to prevent the takedown. And, you know, Trinaldo still got the takedown. Yeah, you need that killer instinct if you don't already have it because that was the time to pounce on Trinaldo, in my opinion. But granted, I wasn't in there and you might've saw something different, but it was a good three seconds. Y'all locked eyes on each other and nothing happened.
0: I think it's one of those things where he came right to that cliff of confidence, right there, because it's like he it seemed like he's so confident in himself. He probably knew that that was a knockout, knockdown, and he was surprised that Tronado just got right back up. That is like that's right on. Like you get that extra check for that that walk off. Like if you don't have to follow up anything, you get that extra. That, you, that's what the check come from. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what he was trying to go for. Like whenever you see Sean O'Malley hit somebody and just fall back, like one is because for Sean O'Malley his jujitsu not all the way there. And, you know, and to Randy, for Randy Brown, Trinando's wrestling is, was a, it's a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just not something he want to just be on the ground with. So it was just better. If I, if I knock you down like that in the first round, stand the fuck up. <laughs> 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 we, we about to do this a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: ain't get no more knockdowns after that. So, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen that way, yeah. but you know, yeah, I mean, he got, he got the W, but.
0: But you know, it never fails with that killer instinct, you know. Well, not I ain't gonna say it never fails. I people, that don't people, do that. People, people get reversed all the time and all that. Don't so do like that. I guess that was him being safe and playing it as confident and whatever. But he did the right thing in that, you know.
1: Yeah, that's why I said maybe he knew something I didn't know. It so cost like, him 10 more
0: minutes though. <laughs> it
1: did. You had to survive 10 more minutes in there. So just like you gotta pick and choose those battles. So
0: I thought he was the one that was just like we're gonna get paid by the round. <laughs> so that's why i like to get it done early so next speaking of getting paid by the round they they did every round mckenzie durr versus Jan, number six and mckenzie durr i don't know i don't know now because once again we're gonna we're gonna put this out there the kid was in the promo the and promo. one of
1: her promos so i was already going in it with like maybe she'll be able to pull it off nope nope and i was rooting for you know, but mm-hmm. you know, Jan was like, "Nah, we about to stand up. You about to get these exactly. hands." Exactly. Jan did a great job. She did a great job on being defensive. She didn't like her take her uh her de- uh, defense takedowns wasn't all that great, but she was listening to her coaches and doing everything mm-hmm. she needed to do not to get submitted. And Mackenzie Dern was very fluid with mm. these motions. She would have got anybody else. They were great. They were phenomenal and elite, but. Mm. Yan did a great job of listening to her coaches and staying patient and just not rushing it. And that because that's usually where you would make a mistake. Yeah, she she just did phenomenal.
0: She did. She did a great job. And I like we was talking about it, and I said, "Is it looks like she walked into a jujitsu gym for the first time, and they didn't teach her no chokes. They didn't teach her no uh nothing to submit anything. All defense." (laughs) they just only taught her defense because she was getting out of everything left and right. And like to be a jujitsu player, ain't nothing more frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, like then you put somebody in something, think you. Have it. They get out, put them in something, they get out, put them in something, they get out. And it's just, it it is so hard to stay patient and not get frustrated, but that's what she was doing. She frustrated Mackenzie Dern and on the hands, she really made it happen. Mackenzie showed
1: her chin though. She definitely showed her chin because she got hit with some bangers.
0: She's yeah, she's yeah.
1: so, you know, and she's currently working on her hands and you can tell she's still like in the learning phases of mm-hmm. it, but she can only elevate from this and continue yep. to get better because her jiu is phenomenal on the ground. Exactly. Yeah, once she adds this to her arsenal, it's going to make her much more dangerous and you just got to be on the lookout and I wouldn't be surprised if these two end up fighting again.
0: Yeah, especially number six, like yeah. yeah. But Mackenzie Mackenzie Mackenzie, Mackenzie has to. She has to get there, and she has to put those things together. And I think that like once she does, I think she she'll be good competition. But at the same time, those women in the straw weight is not playing. Those hands, (laughs) those hands that Mackenzie Dern was receiving, they would have been more hands. Like if you go up past that five level, like with Rose and those hands and feet, those things are knocking motherfuckers out they not just are. touching.
1: They are, but it, like with Rose, she's going to avoid the takedown, so you can just keep going at her because she don't got no ground game. Take a page out of Jan's book. Just learn the defenses. You don't even <laughs> know. Like, come on. It like it doesn't hurt. It helped mm-hmm. her, and she won this fight. If you don't want to learn a ground game, learn the defenses so you're not getting put in bad situations or exactly. you're not afraid of the takedown. You, It doesn't bother you because you know you're good there. But if you constantly worry about the takedown, like uh Rose was, lost her belt, avoiding mm-hmm. the whole thing. She's like, I know she doesn't want to take me down. Yeah, you just lost your <laughs> belt for that. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> y'all trying to be champions and y'all want to be these elite fighters. You have to add more things to your arsenal. You have to have more weapons. You can't just be a one-stop shop because other fighters coming in are going to come in and shut you down really quick.
0: But shout out, Jan, on getting a W. Moving up, I wonder who she's gonna fight next. I hope
1: Is, it's Rose. That's gonna be just a stand-up fight. That'd be a that good would,
0: fight. That would be a good fight, but at the same time, I think that's when she'll probably pull her chokes out.
1: <laughs> I think y'all win
0: though. <laughs> yeah, I think y'all don't pull her chokes out there. I don't know. I
1: think y'all win that one. I, I
0: ain't about to. no, nah, I ain't about to say all that. But I'm just <laughs> saying like uh thug rose thug rose like her last few fights may may have made her seem she was just trying to be safe she was trying to stand inside of her championship role and see and she saw all the other uh champions do it oh you guys are in there for five rounds just touching ankles and and getting points and and not getting touched up i could do the same thing too no you didn't do it right nope. <laughs> you did not do it right you have to actually be in the fight and, and do something
1: yep and that's you what i didn't run it back
0: no, they of course. Not right now. <laughs> not right <laughs> now. Not right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, because she's going to get married. Yeah, and,
1: she got oh. married five days later.
0: Side note. Oh, just to say, that was no cap kind of Recap. UFC Vegas 61. Bellator went off this past weekend. If y'all did not know, AJ McKee came through with the W on the overweight. Spike Carlisle came in overweight. I don't know. I don't know. It, it seemed like they just kind of like, do this dude at McKee. I don't know. Maybe. And Patricio Pitbull, Got the W again. So I don't know why they didn't immediately run that right back. I think that AJ McKee needed, you know, running back with Pitbull again. It's going to be W City, especially because McKee got it first round.
1: Speaking of run that back, if you, you want to talk about Bo Nickel real quick, who didn't get hit in none of his fights for the Contender Series, his yeah. two
0: fights. Yeah, Donovan Beard, why you talk all that shit, bro? <laughs> why did you talk all that shit, bro? Like, you could have just coming in, there, you just stay just just be humble bro just be humble please it's a clear separation from knowing your capabilities and talking shit you know what i'm saying so you know when you separated that yeah you know you know when he did but bo nickel he even going to be on the motherfucking game that's how much dana believing in him that's crazy
1: that's crazy. He got signed and he owned the game immediately. Him and that yeah. seventeen-year-old. Mm. But like y- y'all on.
0: can't put the champions up y'all there. Y'all can't like, put the
1: champions, it's, it's, other it's, fighters, it's, the other fighters, the streak-winning fighters. No, exactly. None of that. He don't so, want
0: to give nobody no extra he little No change.
1: No, they they still fighting for trying to get like you know uh when they have to wear the shoes, even mm. when they sell the merch, they don't. The fighters don't get none of that, and so I'm they saying. they sick about that. And
0: I don't blame them. I'm just saying Bellator, Bellator starting to, you know, just not even every year, just every few months, they just doing a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And it's just like the more that UFC tries to stay a a, like a a straight up corporation and do it this way. Like Bellator is right there on their heels and they just trying to sign. They doing the wildest moves, signing the rock with the shoes and all that stuff. Y'all. Okay. If y'all think that's a setup to something bigger, all right, but at the same time, not seeing it, because the fighters are being like, segued out, you know, yeah. unless all these things are just being used, so, you know, they could be able to ultimately pay the fighters more, that that's, that should be the ultimate goal. If that's not the ultimate goal, then y'all, y'all fucking up.
1: Yeah, but, like, merch, like, that's that's usually a huge revenue, like, in the music industry, your merch sales, they, it's way bigger than you get off of when you mm-hmm. sell your CDs unfortunately. Yep. So it's yep. to me, it's this kind of the same thing in this sense. Yes, you get a paycheck for a fight, but if I'm a popular fighter and people are constantly buying my shorts, my gloves, my anything with mm-hmm. my name on it, I need to begin to cut of that. Mm-hmm. And so y'all can act like this is not like Starbucks, for instance, like they're constantly being unionized at this point because they got, the employees got tired of be, take, being taken advantage of. So mm-hmm. as much as you want to fight and not treat your employees right, it's not going to last very long like yeah you could last up until now but people are starting to catch on and know their worth and people yeah. are not standing by and just letting you just go you know have them beneath their worth and i completely understand that y'all put your life on the line every day that y'all step in the gym in the ring and so you deserve to be properly compensated for that
0: yeah it's like is the it's going to the majority the the majority the overwhelming majority is going to begin to be the people who is not being get, being helped like Joe Piper's and all the, Joe Piper's or whatever his name he is he being
1: helped he got yeah. he got but, a spot but, from Dana and money on the side
0: yeah but what i'm saying is like those are ones and twosies those people that he helped compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the ufc that's like you know saying the same thing so it's just like these people that he's helping these few people that he's helping are the people that's like keeping the narrative that everything's good it's not bad fighter pay is great everything's great like yeah y'all in the UFC but at the same time like there's no other place to go besides the UFC so that's why y'all have to do do it this way and y'all I feel like y'all can't speak up at the same time I understand I understand but there are other places that are elevating and they are paying a people but that depends on how much you want to compete
1: yep so, use your stepping stone exactly use it as such don't just exactly. let that consume you and think that that's all you worth no know mm-hmm. your worth and go out there and find somebody who's gonna pay you your worth.
0: Exactly. Next, or oh, that was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Look at you. All right. Next. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Thank you, B. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. And this is another show. Go tune in with us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, everything that you could think of. Just go pull up on us. We appreciate it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that use the heat as a sword Cause keep it peace is a boy They go keys for you Say please That's one Please Don't need No one That's two Please Don't leave That's three Four If you do